I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest uh, got third place on Big Brother 23, and she was just on the Challenge USA, but sadly lost. It is Aza. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Aza in New York City at the premiere party. Um, one of the nicest people I've ever met. I love this interview. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Like always, my social media links will be down below. Please have your downloads on for my episodes. Go leave a review, five stars. Um, and then don't forget, this is wrapping up the Challenge Mania Live Kansas City poster giveaway. Um, this poster is signed by Wes Bergman, John A., Naya Moore, uh, Melinda Collins, Casey Cooper, Nehemiah Clark, Darrell Taylor, Tina, Ronnie, Brad, Mark Long. And then I even got Katie Cooley to sign it in Nashville. Okay. All you have to do to win is be following my Instagram accounts, my personal Instagram at the Dylan Deckard and my podcast Instagram at chilling with Dylan pod. You have to like the John a poster. Um, where we have like sledgehammers in the mountains and you have to comment your favorite John a moment for a chance to win the challenge mania live Kansas city poster. Um, I'm going to pick one person random and send them to you. And then I'm going to be giving away the Nashville Kansas City Live poster in a couple of episodes. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys enjoy the Aza episode. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss. Uh, real as it gets. Never know what to expect. Uh, Got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed, every week got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. I know you usually don't hear like my monologue thing after the music plays, but I just want to give a disclaimer. Um, Aza was like having construction done in her apartment or something, so there is a little bit of audio. Um, things you're going to hear in the background for the first 20-ish minutes. Um, but it eventually ends and the audio gets better. But you can still hear her and you can still hear me and everything, but you might hear a little staticky stuff as well while you're hearing it. I tried my best to cut it out, but you're going to hear some of it as well. All right, the next guest on the Chillin' with Dylan podcast got third place on Big Brother. She's one of the most, one of the part of the most legendary alliances ever, the cookout. We last saw her on the Challenge USA where she sadly lost this week, it is Aza. Aza, thanks for being here. How are you doing today? How's life going for you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Life is good. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's been an awesome experience. Um, I'm just blessed that I got to take part in it. I mean, pretty crazy ride. Uh, you never would have guessed um, that I would be in Argentina fighting for my life. So uh, <laughs> never would have imagined this 365 yeah. days ago. I can tell you that. <laughs> So I do, you said 365 days ago, I want to bring it back to the beginning. Um, you filmed Big Brother um, in 2021, which was like right kind of in the middle of COVID. It was, COVID was ending. Um, so I always just ask my first question, like, how is life going for you? 2020 was rough. 2021 was rough. And you filmed uh, 90 days, I think it was, in the side of Big Brother house. So like, just talk about the last couple of years for you personally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was um, 85 days of spending that house. It was a big adjustment. Um, even though I kind of got a cheat sheet with COVID of being isolated from everyone, it, it was nothing like the actual experience. So that was pretty crazy. Um, and it was an adjustment afterward, just kind of getting used to 
um, not having cameras on you 24 seven, um, not getting used to not thinking about everything and also not um, thinking every person is out to get you and playing the game of Big Brother in real life. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm really happy for the platform that I've gotten from it. I um, have been able to do some really great watch parties and chef collaborations to show people my food. Um, I launched a cookbook earlier this year um, and then I got this call and like, I just, I've just been, it's just been a really awesome roller coaster ride that I've just been enjoying since. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And yeah, I was at the watch party in New York for the premiere. <laughs> Are you going to be hosting any more watch parties? Because I'd be interested in going. Any locations you can get? Yes, yes. So I've been trying to lock down a Chicago location. I really wanted to do like a mid, uh, mid-season Chicago one. But um, I still plan to do a finale party in LA. Um, I've done, this is my, uh, New York was my third one. I did um, one in DC for Celebrity Big Brother and one in LA for Celebrity Big Brother. So I'd like to do the finale in LA as well. Perfect. Any chance you want to do Atlanta? Because I'm like three hours from Atlanta. Oh, I love Atlanta. I definitely would like to, um, you know, with that space, um, and David's down there and David's been talking about doing some things. So even if I don't do one, which I really did do want to do a, a party in Atlanta, yeah. um, I would love to be involved if David decides to do one, but Atlanta's on my list. Atlanta Perfect. has been on my list along with Houston. Per- oh, Houston. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to ask a lot of people, um, have these questions. So I have a bunch of listener questions sent in. Um, but usually they always ask about like your casting story. So did you try to be on Big Brother before? Was this like your first time being on and you got on? You just talk about that process getting on the yeah, show. Yeah, um, so I applied before. I applied uh, BB21. That was the first season I applied. Um, I sent in an eight minute tape talking about how much I love the show and I didn't even get a call back. I didn't hear anything. Um, I took some really big thought and consideration and my next tape was three minutes and I talked about me, I talked about um, just really interesting, unique details that I knew they wouldn't be able to pick up from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a call from a producer and I was put into semifinals, but then COVID happened. So they stopped casting. Um, but they said, um, keep tight, you know, stay tight. Um, if we end up casting for this, we'll let you know. They end up doing all stars, so they didn't cast any new people. Yeah. Um, in January, they switched uh, the casting director, and I got a call from Jesse himself. And um, he was like, I saw your tape. How do we get you on this show? And that was just from the next six months, just working with him, um, doing multiple interviews, all these types of evaluations and things. And before I knew it, boom, I found myself in a Big Brother house, which was a dream for me as a super fan. Perfect. Yeah. Um, So I play this game with everybody. And I think it's the right time to do it. It's just first impressions. So can I give you like five to seven people and you just tell me the first thought you had in your mind when you met them? Um, the first one, actually, he won Big Brother, Xavier. When you first met Xavier day one, what was your first impression of him? Um, I thought he was goofy when I first met him. <laughs> yeah, uh, he seemed to be a jokester when I first met him. Okay, perfect. <laughs> the next one I have is Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth, I thought, was quirky. I thought she was going to give me quirky vibes. And I was like, ooh, okay, she seems like a little atypical, which I feel like I'm atypical, so I felt like I kind of mismatched with her. Okay. Um, the next one I have is Tiffany. Tiffany gave me sister vibes. When I saw her, we just winked at each other. And um, I was like, okay, great. I got a sister in here. <laughs> uh, going to the challenge, uh, Justine, when you first met Justine. Oh, Justine is just absolute beauty. And she's a beauty inside and out. Uh, she just has this 
really beautiful, sweet spirit. Um, I love the way that she's played the game. I love the way she's played the challenge. Um, coming from a show that wasn't a competition show where, you know, like Big Brother or Survivor, yeah. um, it's just been a beautiful thing to watch. So she's, beauty is the thing I think of and she's a beauty inside and out. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with her. I, I'm like yeah. obsessed with she's, her. She's, there were quite a few times I would catch myself, have to catch myself just staring at her because she just, she just, yeah. she's just a Barbie doll to me. Just Definitely. gorgeous. Um, the next one is she actually beat you last night in the elimination, Sarah, when you first met Sarah. Sarah Beast. That's what I think of. Beast. Yeah. I, um, I, I was very afraid of Sarah, like within the first couple of days. And I was like, yeah, she needs to go because she's going to win. That's how <laughs> I felt. But then I was like, but I'm scared of her. I don't want to be the one to take her out. Yeah. <laughs> I have always made a running joke that if I end up in any elimination with Sarah like I'm just gonna be like just just keep just 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 let me go and you got it you got it you got it I had always joked that and lo and behold I end up in elimination with Sarah she knew I didn't want to smoke I did not want to smoke. <laughs> um the next one I have uh send Sarah in Tyson oh Tyson man um what can I say for Tyson um what a personality that's all I can say yeah. um he is hilarious. He has great strategic insight. I've, I've been, I'm a new Survivor fan. I've just started watching it and I've okay. been watching Heroes vs. Villains and I find him hilarious on there. Um, he has such an interesting life, like so many, so many life experiences, you know, professional biker, Mormon, um, um, just like, just all these crazy juxtapositioning, you know, oh, Olympic yeah. level swimmer, like things that um it's just pretty pretty cool like just a fascinating person in general so first thought is what a personality definitely um and then the last one i have frenchie what was your first impression meeting frenchie back in the big brother house so when i first saw frenchie i actually a uh, little 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 known fact i'm a big super fan and i i was a lurker on twitter i didn't have many profiles i would just go on twitter and see what's going on but I recognized Frenchie from Twitter when I saw him in the Big Brother house. Okay. And I was like, oh, I've seen this guy in his tweets. And I'm like, when I saw him, I was like, okay, super fan. And I knew I was going to get two types. I'm either going to get like a, like a strategic mastermind or I'm going to get a strategic mastermind that thinks, plays, you know, eight weeks of Big Brother in one week, you know? Okay. So um, I knew when I met Frenchie, super fan is what came in my head. Uh-huh. Um, so I want to talk about that. The first week of Big Brother is always like the hardest for people, like adjusting to being away from family, being in the house and playing a game for, in your case, $750,000. What you had to deal with, though, was what people are calling Frenchie's Funhouse, um, was a chaotic week of Big Brother. And I've talked to Hannah Chad about this. I've talked to Derek Frazier about this. I want to know what your thoughts were on Frenchie's Funhouse and that chaotic first week of Big Brother you had. Yeah, well, um, I'm the person who coined the name of yeah. Frenchie's Fun um, I And that's all I could describe what it was. You just never knew what you were going to get. It was like a house of horrors, you know, just like I, the, the target changed every 20 minutes. The, it came to a point where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to bed because no matter what I do, the outcome is going to be whatever outcome it is, whether yeah. I'm involved in it or not. And I just kind of take a break from it. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but I mean... It was, uh, it was quite a week to set off on such a tumultuous season. Just, I mean, when I say tumultuous, I mean that in a good way, just like an action-packed season, I would guess. 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, I feel like Big Brother 23 couldn't have started any other way. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to get into the cookout. I mean, the legendary alliance that got to the final six. Um, so you guys had a goal of having the first Black winner of Big Brother. Um, was that something you had in your head coming into the game? Or was that something that you guys kind of started talking about with Tiffany, Xavier, Kylan, Derek, and Hannah? And it happened that way? Or was that a goal you had coming in? Like, we need a Black winner finally. So I definitely wanted a black runner, but I wanted it to be me. Like, I didn't really, um, I, I will not lie. I, I came in knowing what to start a women's alliance, uh -huh. but I did not come in um, saying, I'm going to start an alliance with, I just, I didn't, I kind of thought it was going to be what I'd seen before where there are one or two of us, you know, and things like that. So it was like, when I saw everybody, it was like, oh my goodness. But um, I think everyone had the idea of they wanted, they wanted a black winner because they wanted it to be them. And with that understanding that we had, it was better. We just knew that the forces worked together better if we operate in unity rather than, you know, in dissension. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think the cookout's hardest, like, hurdle you guys had to overcome was during the season? I think it was overcoming ourselves. I oh. think um, so many times in the game, we had to battle with what was best for our personal game and what was best to move us the six forward. And each time we had to make those decisions um, and we struggled with them. And, you know, had it not been for, you know, getting checked by this stance or getting checked here or getting checked there, we wouldn't have been able to move forward in the way that we did. So I think we were our biggest battle, our biggest competition, but we overcame it. Definitely, definitely. So you guys got to the final six and was that like a surreal moment for you guys? I know there was like a giant hug um, and they actually showed that scene on Big Brother 24 this season, like in the beginning of like a highlight of last season. So what was that feeling like, like realizing you guys made history together? Um, everything became worth it. I had so many doubts in the game of, you know, if, if when I ended up voting Derek X out, I was like, man, if this were my personal game, I would never do this. Was this the right decision? When I ended up, you know, letting Brittany go, I was like, was this the right decision? I felt like, uh, but in that moment, everything was worth it. Like it didn't matter what happened at that moment in time. I felt even if I was the first one to go, I would feel accomplished. I would feel like I did something and you know, my, my time on this show wasn't in vain. Definitely. Um, so I want to ask about a specific moment. Uh, I believe it was final five. It was like a double eviction. Tiffany just got sent home. Um, and you decided to send Hannah Chad at home, basically. Um, mm -hmm. It was a move you made. Um, do you, looking back at it now, do you wish you would have kept Hannah and tried to go to the final two with her? Or do you think it was the right move for your game? Um, I, I got to still say, I don't regret any moves I've made. I think it was the best for my game. Um, I needed a chance to be able to have a shot at winning. And um, I think what some people don't understand is um, my goal wasn't to get to final two. If I wanted to get to final two, that's being, I didn't want to be a quote unquote, a goat, you know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't, my goal wasn't to get to final two. My goal was to win. And the only way that I felt I could win would be if I had the two ladies in the cookout and jury, um, and, um, I beat X and I, uh, and took him out at my plan. That plan at the time was to take him out at three. Um, I felt like it was the best decision for my game because I wanted to keep up with all my deals. And I didn't know where Hannah's head was at because um, she told the camera she wanted to take me to final two, but she never told me. She never made any yeah. deal with me. So um, I just I decided to take out a jury threat in Hannah and, um, you know, try and go for that final HOH. Definitely. Um, so Xavier ends up winning and it was kind of like a blowout 
Um, it wasn't even close. Did you know that was going to happen? Did you know Xavier was going to kind of sweep it over Derek? If you had asked me three days ago, I would have told you it certainly wouldn't have happened because I was, uh, Xavier knew if um, we had an agreement, we were going for first or third. Um, and um, the person who was first was going to take Big D. And he knew that next to him, I would have voted for Big D. So um, it wouldn't have, I know for a fact, it wouldn't have been a blowout three days before, you know, the yeah. final day. But when I, you know, kept on going back and forth with Big D and things, um, I changed my mind. Uh-huh, definitely. Um, so I want to talk about leaving the Big Brother house, um, just like the mental health aspect of it, because like you said, it was 85 days and you left, you came in at Aza and now you're leaving with all these Instagram followers. All these people on Twitter know who you are and they either love you or they hate you and they're going to tell you how they feel about you. So what was that like, just like mental health aspect for you and pretty much being a celebrity? Yeah, um, I, I was not prepared for it. I didn't know. Uh, I, I'm someone who things usually do roll off my shoulder, or at least I thought they did. And I found myself struggling to kind of be like that. Um, I had some difficulties just because I think um, I played a passive game. Um, I played a self-aware game, but I played a passive game and that might not be as enjoyable to watch for people. So um, as a result, you know, uh, the comments and things that I get from people are, are people kind of try to um, use my game style as a hit at my character or things like that. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was difficult, but I mean, um, what kind of got me through and what gets me through is, um, you know, every decision I made in the house, I asked myself, um, will you stand down on this decision, even if it might not be the most popular one? I told myself, yes. And uh, when I talked to my parents, uh, my parents said that they're proud of every single move I made and they agreed with every single move I made. So as long as I get, you know, um, happiness in my parents' eyes, I'm, I'm pretty much good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about that year off or half a year off where you were not filming Big Brother and the challenge. Um, like, what were you up to? You mentioned cookbooks. Um, there's mm -hmm. like your projects, like shout out what you were doing and what you're up to professionally. In yeah. That I have a I have a cookbook called House Chops. Um, it's basically a, a collection of cook stories from all the places I've called home. Um, really stories about everything from me growing up in, in the Maryland area, DC, to me moving to Miami and the home I created there, um, to my Cameroon heritage where my parents are from. Um, it has all these pockets of different places that I call home. And chops is the uh, pigeon term for, for food. So that's where I came up with that, uh, which is uh, a, a language popularly spoken in Cameroon where I'm from. Um, so I launched that in February. Um, I've done three, um, three chef collaborations. Um, with my watch parties, I create special menus um, with stuff specifically from my cookbook as well as um, as just fun themed things depending on like uh, on, on who's attending or, or you know the big brother guests who are attending. Um, that's been really good. It's been really awesome to be able to kind of give um, reach out to the BB community but also show share a part of my culture as well. Um, I've been looking in ways to kind of take that to the next level um, with um, me coming up with a cooking course that's coming out soon and I'd like to do a like a brick not brick and mortar but um, an actual, not a digital cookbook like I did before, but an actual paper cookbook um, coming out, um, hopefully by next year. Love it. I'm waiting for you to get your own like show on the Food Network. That's what I'm waiting for here. That would be great. I am open. I am down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love that. I'm definitely down. Food is, uh, I love bringing people together. That's the biggest thing I yeah. love about uh, food. I love the camaraderie that comes with it. I love 
Um, and it's something that really helped me in that house. It was therapeutic for me, but it also helped me strategic wise in that house. And um, it helped me in a challenge house as well too. They didn't show it, but um, I cooked just as much as I did in a big brother house and no one wanted to get rid of me. <laughs> Definitely. I actually have a food Instagram account. So I'm all into the food, like train oh, just like you. Yeah. Love it. I'm not as good as a cook as you are, but I love food. Love food. Um, so I want to get into the challenge a little bit. Um, when you got a call for the challenge, was that something you knew you were going to go for? Did you have any hesitations just because it's a completely different show than big brother? Yeah, I had a lot of hesitations. I, I got the call in October and I said, no. And, um, Actually, no, this is what happened. I, I confirmed for a meeting, an initial interview, and then I didn't show up. And then they called me and I didn't respond. I wasn't, I didn't feel healed from Big Brother. I was still recovering. Um, I, at that time, I told myself I'm never going to do reality television again, all this sorts of stuff. And as the months went on, um, I guess I got healed. I got a lot more healing and I got the call again in February. And I told him I'll think about it. And then um, seven days before the plane left off for Argentina, they called back and said, hey, do you want to do this? If you need to do this, you need to confirm now. And I said, okay. And seven days later, I was in Argentina, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, did you watch the challenge before going on? Like, did you have any past? No, I watched like, I watched, um, I watched maybe half an episode of the challenge All-Stars. Okay. Um, um, I watched half an episode, but I had, I had no idea what I was getting myself into at all. I had never seen an episode. <laughs> um, so getting there and seeing all the people that were there, it's obviously the four shows of CBS, Big Brother, Love Island, Amazing Race and Survivor. Was it from the jump that Big Brother was going to work together? Survivor was going to work together? Like, did you know that was going to happen right away? Um, I mean, I knew that like show wise, people would probably be inclined to look out for each other. Um, I didn't, wasn't really any official thing, at least that was extended to me from Big Brother, but I knew show wise, we would likely look out. And I did want for a survivor, I did have like my, I had friends in Survivor whom I wanted to work with. Um, um, but you know, I, I think once people got there and they saw the numbers, that's when they saw the, the, the power in sticking together as, as a show. Definitely. Um, so you guys go there. It's your first elimination. Um, you and Kylan, Big Brother 23, back together. We were actually in New York when this happened, watching it. Um, what's it like mentally just going into elimination, knowing if I lose this challenge, I'm going home? Um, it's actually um, a lot more peace that's put in it. Your 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 fate isn't in other people's hands; it's in your own. You know, um, getting even though I knew what the outcome was with the deal I made with X on final night, getting evicted still was was not a fun feeling because it was for me. It was all right. You don't win this year. It was a, it was in a way it was elimination for me. And the fact that if I don't win this final HOH, and I'm I'm going home. You yeah. know. Um, I like that I had the power of that in my hands for that. I, I, that's something I really wanted for myself. Um, but it's, uh, it's hard because once you're going home, you really are going home. So um, it really is do or die, you know, all or nothing. Mm -hmm. So I want to get to one listener question really quick before um, the next thing I want to talk about. But somebody wants to know if you would ever do Survivor, Amazing Race or Love Island. Um, I would not do Love Island. Um, I would not do um, Survivor. I can't swim. So I don't know if I would be 
uh, as good, but I, I find it really fun. And if I knew how to swim, I would do survivor. Um, but the amazing race, I think I would do well at because I, um, I travel a lot. I've, I've been to over 30 countries. Um, I have a stick shift car. Um, so I don't have any problem driving stick. Um, and I do, I usually do well in, um, pretty hectic situations. I have a whole bunch of travel stories, so I think I do pretty good at the amazing race. Yeah. The, the stick shift is impressive because there's been a lot of teams that have lost because they can't drive stick. Yep. Yeah. So and you, I've been driving it. I learned how to drive with a stick shift car. Yeah. So you're, you're ahead of the uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> who was your, if you had to pick one um, reality star to be your partner in Amazing Race, who would it be from Big Brother or the challenge? Um, let me see. I think I would pick Kylan. Um, I would pick Kylan as a partner. I think Kylan, um um in terms of the i feel like we do work well in ways as partners um and i would have the stick shift completely down but in terms of like puzzle making or like um more brain things or whatever like i feel like he'd be able to take the lead on some of those things and um we do work well as a team so um and yeah and i'm very very comfortable in different types of environments i'm eating challenges and never really got to show my strength, but I am completely fine eating all sorts of things. I've eaten things you, I've eaten many things as being African, <laughs> a lot of stuff. So yeah. um, I would have the eating challenges down. I'd have the stick shift down and I'm a really, really good partner. <laughs> Perfect. How would you be with Frenchie as a partner? Um, I mean, we have to see. It depends if Frenchie will listen to me. Uh, that's what it really comes down to. I mean, I, uh, in my first week with Frenchie, Frenchie didn't really listen to anything I, I had to say. So if, as long as he listens, you know, a good communicator, we'd be fine. I work well with most people. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I want to go into a little bit more of the challenge. Uh, the first major blindside that people saw was the Tiffany. No one expected Tiffany to be gone that early. She was the second one out. Um, how did that hurt your game coming from you both being in the cookout together and you knew her the longest? Um, yeah, um, I, of course I didn't, I did, definitely didn't want that to happen. Um, I, uh, when I had knowledge that she was an option, I went ahead and told her earlier in the day, but I didn't think that uh, they were going to go ahead and still put her in. So um, I was surprised too, you know, to find that out. Um, really, honestly, a lot of the decisions that Big Brother made um, were blindsides for me um, that, that had, were big brother decisions. I didn't have knowledge of some things. I was kind of kept out of uh, strategic stuff um, concerning like big brother and people in power. So um, mm-hmm. I didn't have knowledge of that. Um, when that happened, I was shocked. And I was, of course, I was sad. I mean, that's my girl. <laughs> um, so I want to just talk about the house aspects because there's been a lot of rumors that the house wasn't the nicest. Um, it wasn't a mansion. I mean, it was giant, don't get me wrong, but some of the challenge houses are like these giant mansions and it was like, you guys were on bunk beds, I think like there, or buds like next to each other or something like that I saw. So what was it like living with, what was it? 28 people, like all those people in a Argentina and just a different lifestyle. Yeah, that was hard. Um, I have a very spacious one bedroom apartment. Actually, I live in a two bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I live by myself in a two-bedroom. I like my space. I love having my space. Uh, so, you know, moving, having 27 other roommates out of nowhere was, that was hard. That was not, I was not used to that. I did not have fun at all. 
Um, what was the food situation like? You said you cooked a little bit. I know in the past people have on the challenge because I've interviewed most. I usually interview mostly challengers um, with a couple big brother people. Like I said, Derek and Hannah. I interviewed Rachel Riley. Um, but I hear the food on the challenge usually isn't great. The options are very limited. So what was the food like for you? I know you said you cooked a little bit, but what was that situation like for you in Argentina? Yeah, I'm a picky person. So I don't really, um, it's hard for me to kind of eat other people's food anyway. So I spent a lot of time. The great thing that they had was they also had groceries. So um, if you didn't like what they served, um, you could make your own. So I spent a lot of time just kind of making food myself. Um, but I'm a, I'm generally a picky person. Um, but yeah, I made a lot, I made a lot of food by myself. <laughs> Definitely. Um, was there anybody else in the house that was like, surprised you that were good cooks? Um, so Dom makes a very good pesto. Um, um, I, I came to find that he, he cooks, um, that's the one person who I knew who cooked, but kind of, people kind of let me, um, um, do the cooking. Uh, me and Angela actually, Angela yeah. was a great cook. I, and I had knowledge of that already as well. Yeah. yeah. But they kind of let us um, um, do the cooking. They're like, all right, you know what? You guys can go ahead. This is you. This is this is where you all. This is your forte. So. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I've talked to Angela a couple times, like just DMing, because she lives an hour and a half from me. We both live in South Carolina. Um, just about vegan restaurants, because I know that she's she's a vegan and very big into that. Okay, yeah. Cuisine. Yeah. Yes. Um, awesome. Do you think you could ever go vegan? Just vegetarian? Um, I was vegetarian for six months. I, um, I, I didn't mind it. Um, I really, I don't know. It's just, it's not that I eat meat often, but I have such appreciation for a good steak. You know, I have such appreciation for some nice barbecue ribs every once in a while. Like oh. I, I, I love a good salmon. You know, I love crabs. I mean, I, I I eat balanced, but I I enjoy my meats. Definitely filet mignon, chicken wings. Chicken yeah. wings. I make a mean chicken wing. Oh, oh, I make some good chicken wings, yo. Oh, I'm gonna need yeah. to come over once to try those at the next the next watch party. Yeah, it's in my cookbook. I have the recipe. Oh, in my cookbook. Perfect, perfect. I'll have to make that. Yeah, my my dad's a vegan, so I kind of have been whenever I'm with him forced into vegan restaurants. That's why okay. I've kind of bonded okay. with Angela over that a little bit. Um, um, I want to talk about a huge move where Kyland takes out Xavier cookout on cookout member. Um, you talked about the group chat and everything. What was like going through your head? Did you know that was going to happen when Xavier one got sent in by Alyssa, his best friend and Kyland, another member of the cookout and then went home? Yeah. So I, um, Shannon comes to me earlier that day and had expressed some concern, but I truly didn't think that it was going to happen because I just didn't think from a strategic standpoint it made sense. Um, I just, I was just like, no, there's no way this is going to happen. So I was, I mean, that was, my face was, was actually jaw on the floor. I was shocked. I was completely shocked. I did not know that was going to happen. Um, me, myself, I wanted to figure out, um, in the beginning when I was first playing the game, but I kind of, as I was playing, I was like, mm, you know what, it's good to have our numbers as needed right now. So I didn't think it was the right call at the time, but I mean, to each their own, you know, if, if, if that's where, what people wanted to do to feel more safe, then, you know, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, so I have a listener question that I'm going to ask now because it's kind of on topic. Um, 
they want to know what the state of the cookout is now, just because Kylan took Xavier out. Like, are you guys all good? Is there some friction going on with all six of you? Like, what's the dynamic now after that move? Um, I mean, I would say nobody's left the group chat, so no worries on that. No one's left the group chat. The group chat's just a little quieter than it usually is, you know, not as popping, you know. Definitely. <laughs> um, do you think if Kylan and Xavier won another season of the challenge that Xavier would look for payback? Oh, you gotta ask. I don't know. I I I I don't know. I, I, I do know that um when you play these games like even though six months or an entire year or two years can pass once you get in these games it's just a continuation of your last game yeah. um you see what happened with ben and sarah and tyson where you know it's a new game but they're still thinking about that past game so uh -huh. um i i think with that like I, I i'm gonna consider that now for if i'm ever in these types of games always know that the game never ends the you know, it's always, a, it doesn't matter how many years pass, it's always going to be a continuation of what happened before. Definitely. Um, the algorithm is a big topic of conversation for people where you get your new partner. Um, I was just wondering, like, there was a lot of conversation last night about Cache saying she doesn't want Leo as a partner. So I was wondering, you, um, what three males were you hoping every week, like, you would land on in the algorithm? Like, what three males were you Tyson, Tyson, and Tyson. <laughs> I mean, Tyson was handing out, uh, handing out passes to the final, like they were permission slips. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's who I wanted. I, each time I pray, I get Tyson. Let me get my ticket to the final. I want a ticket to the final. Hit up Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, when you got Cinco, were you excited? Because, you know, he's very physical. He's, um... Yeah, I was. I was super excited. I was really happy to get Cinco. Um, I just, when I got him, I was just like, look, as long as it's no water, if there's no water, we're good. If there's no water, we're good, you know? And that's, unfortunately, my kryptonite is water. I can't swim. So when we started, when we started heading to the challenge on that boat, I was like, oh, it's not looking good. <laughs> um, I want to talk about that water challenge because watching all these seasons of challenge and watching Survivor, I've never seen water so muddy I don't know what the word is. It looked like you guys were like in a river. Um, I was scared you guys were going to get like bit by like a piranha or something like river monsters on Animal Planet. Um, what was it? What did it smell like? What was it like? I want to just know about the water. Yeah, experience. No, we were, we were honestly scared. I was scared. I was actually scared. I was like, wait, we're swimming in that. When we got in a boat, I was like, there's no way that this is like, we're not going in the water, but we can't be. Like, there's no way we're going in the water. This is just filmed above the water. You know, it's just going to take a place on a barge on top of water, but we're not going to go in the water. There's no way. And then I realized we're going to get in and they were like, no, it's been tested. I'm like, are you certain? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I um I I had a bad feeling about that water. Enzo called it doo-doo water, and it it, it it indeed was, unfortunately. It yeah. looked like it. It looked really bad. I was like, I was worried for y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I you guys too. you and Cinco end up losing. Um, you guys tried your best, but you come in last place. And then it looks like the discussions kind of between Sarah and Leo and then Derek and Kayla kind of have some mention. Um did you know Sarah was going to get thrown in? Like, is that something you knew before? Or who did you think was going to go in? Um, so I was told by Cinco, um, 
I, I purpose, we purposely didn't say any names. Single told me that Tyson had told him that it looks like it's going to be Sarah and, and, uh, and Leo. So I had some, an inkling of who I felt it was going to be. Um, I had some prior knowledge, at least before, right before the eliminations. Okay. Um, yeah, but I didn't make an active part in that decision. We made sure not to. We yeah. didn't want to be the people who, uh, who were saying any types of names so that we wouldn't have to worry about anything when we got back in the house. Were you excited, not excited that it was Sarah and Leo? Like, was that something you guys think you could beat or were you nervous about them? Um, I, I felt pretty comfortable with any, any of the couples we had in the house. Honestly, I felt that for that, um, the couples are very evenly matched. Um, at least I felt um, for, for, for everyone down the line. So, um, I was, I was comfortable with, with anyone, honestly. And I, I just wanted the element of surprise so that, um, we'd be able to, you know, with us expecting something we possibly would kind of not be a straddle. Definitely. And you guys had one of the, like the harder looking eliminations. You guys had to go in the dark room, feel the puzzle pieces or whatever they were, and then stack them outside. Um, how long did it take? Because I know sometimes time is hard with editing. Um, and how actually hard was the elimination for you guys? Yeah, it was hard. I mean, I'd never seen anything like that before. I had no idea really uh, how to kind of go about it. Um, I tried to create a system in my head, but um, it wasn't, I think I had a system in my head that Cinco didn't understand and Cinco knew how to measure things, but it wasn't the way that I could understand so um, we just, it just ended up not working. It just ended up not being a challenge for us. I've learned a lot from that though. Um, um, I've learned to, you know, the best thing to do is to, to count and see what you have first before rushing into things. Um, I've learned a lot from that challenge, but I had no idea what to expect when, 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 when being dealt with it. Definitely. Um, what was your thoughts on Sarah's celebration for winning when she like did the cutthroat and then she like grabbed something and chewed it um you got firsthand knowledge of seeing it because you were what five feet from her um what was your reaction to that 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 celebration hey look i was happy that that wrath was not put on me so <laughs> i i was completely fine i was not to blame you know i was going home but i was like you guys are gonna deal with with the wrath of sarah not me yeah. I'm chilling. I can go home, mind my business, live my life. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so I want to get back into the mental health thing really quick. Big brother, you leave right away and you get your phones and you see the social media growth and the comments. This show where you guys filmed it, like you said, months ago, and it's now airing. And now people are saying what they want to say about you. And you um, have all this time to think about what you could have done differently, any regrets you have, your time on the show, and now people get to see you. So what was it like seeing seeing yourself on the show and having uh, such a long um, time to break? It's pretty cool to see myself on the show. And I have to say, I don't have any regrets in anything. Like I was able to leave the game pretty intact. I didn't get thrown into elimination. I came in last, you know. I felt social wise, I was pretty good. I, I wasn't um, I wasn't ruffling any feathers. And I, I was really trying to keep this under the radar type of thing going until I get to the end. Um, in terms of social media, I find it surprising that people um, um, comment on me not being a physical competitor. And the only reason why I find it surprising is that I didn't win challenges in Big Brother, but 
um, I was always one of the top performing women in physical challenges. Um, it was me, Alyssa, and Tiffany that always did well in physical challenges. I bike, um, I bike, um, I, I do centuries quite often. Um, I didn't work out before this. I hadn't done any, but I actually consider myself to be pretty, pretty good physically. So that's a surprising thing or a narrative that I see attached to me. Am I the strongest competitive wise? No, but I'm, you know, I'm not a little invalid weakling out there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, would you ever do the challenge again, whether it be CBS or would you want to go on the MTV version at all? Um, I would love to do the CBS version again. The MTV challenge might be a little bit, um, I don't really, the fighting and things like that, I don't, I, I, I'm not really into that. Um, yeah. But I do really like, I really enjoyed my time with the CBS challenge so far and I'd absolutely come back if I get caught. Perfect. We would love to see you back. Um, Thank you. I want to say thanks for doing this. I just have a couple of listener questions that people sent in for you, if you don't mind. Um, sure. So the first one is, nothing to do with the challenge. They want to know what your favorite thing to cook is. Favorite thing to cook. Mm, I think my go-to salmon. Um, yes. Only because it's very easy to make. Um, if I want to have a quick dinner party or have people over real quick, I can always just get it kind of set and ready to go. Um, it's my go-to. It's my go-to for a good Definitely. time. Love. I love a good salmon. Um, yes. the next one is, I'm sorry, I'm just reading them really quick. What would have been your game, game plan if you would have won the elimination, um, going forward, Sarah and Leo would have been out. You and Cinco would have gotten their money. Um, who would you have lined with or what would be your plan? Going yeah, forward? I mean, honestly, that was, I mean, if we, we, um, I would have just continued to try and lay low. Um, I think if we had won the elimination, we would have been in a great setup housewife because we didn't, we would have been able to escape a week without having to show our cards. Um, yeah. So um, I think we would have been in a great position if we had come back. I would have just continued to lay low, mind my business, um, banked on partnering with Tyson so that I can win myself a daily and secure my spot in that final. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so the next one is about Big Brother, actually. What was your favorite season of Big Brother to watch and your least favorite season of Big Brother to watch? My favorite season, season six. Season six is my all-time favorite season. Um, I just love the, the, the back four and bombastic gameplay from both. Uh, Kaser, Janelle cracks me up. Bo, I love Bo. And I'm, I'm one of the weird ones that actually am a fan of the friendship. Like, I, just in how efficient their, their, yeah. their, their alliance was and creating this, this cult in Cappy and like, you know, Definitely. I just, I love it. So um, that's my favorite season. Least favorite season, 19. Okay, yeah, 19 was rough. 19 was rough. Mm -hmm. um, somebody wants to know, so some past seasons of the challenge, you have one partner for the whole season. So somebody wants to know if you could have one dream female partner and one dream male partner for a new season of the challenge for the whole season, who would you pick? Um, I would, this sounds weird, but I want a combination of Tiffany and Shan for the female partner. Okay. And then for the male partner, I would have Kylan. Kylan, you and Kylan are really mm -hmm. close. I would love to see you guys on Amazing Race. You keep, you keep picking. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And it's funny. I mean, me and, me and Colin have come close um, outside the house in Big Brother. We could not stand each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have one more listener question really quick. Again, this has nothing to do with the challenge, but 
you're, you said you've been to 30 countries. So somebody wants to know um, your dream travel vacation. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Um, right now, South Africa. Um, even though the weather's not as good right now, but in December, it's absolutely lovely. But I would go to the Cape Winelands. Um, I would go to Frenchwick. I'd throw in the Stellenbach. I'd drink a nice glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Um, right on the, the, the hills, you know, then I go to Cape Town and, and, and chill at the beach and I go to Johannesburg and party. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I, I, I plan a great, oh, and then I go to the middle, middle, um, middle area, South African half safari. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I have a, one of my cousins is half South African. So he's been there because his grandparents live there. Um, and he said, it's like the best place ever. Yeah, I know it's on my list. I actually have not been to South Africa yet and it's on my list to go. I've been told I'm missing out heavy. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to say thanks for coming on. I really appreciated this. Um, is there anything, last words, anything you want to shout out? It's just your time to shine, where we can find you on social media. Okay, great. Thank you, Dylan. This was a pleasure. You can find me, um, Wonderful Word of Oz, on Instagram and then on um, Twitter and um, TikTok. It's Aza underscore Wasa. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. Have a good rest of your night, Aza. You too. Bye. That was my interview with Aza. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, like I said, the Challenge Media Live Kansas City poster giveaway is going on right now. Um, it's almost over, so please join that if you want a chance to win all of that poster signed by all those challengers. So I have, and then next week, we will have an interview with Oz's partner, Cinco from Love Island 3 and the Challenge USA. Yeah, Cinco will be on the podcast. I already interviewed him. Comes out next Thursday on the 25th of August. Thanks, guys. Chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Good vibes and such an incredible feeling The podcast that you need and want Interviews with reality TV stars uh, So entertaining, now you don't wanna miss uh, Real as it gets, never know what to expect uh, Got a rep jersey, I thought I told ya Yes indeed, every week got a brand new poster While I'm, ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Let's go!